0: From the KISS ninety two five Studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on?
2: Hey guys, this is
0: Bruno Mars. This is Selena
2: Gomez. The chain smoker. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris Celestia Car. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys Roz, Roz and, Mocha. and Mocha.
1: The Roz and Mocha show.
3: Ready,
1: uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
3: Roz Mocha. I think Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! Just
4: thousand dollars! That's amazing! Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up!
0: You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Uh, hey Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh huh. Let's do the
0: news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: News break.
5: Jenna Ortega was talking to Jimmy Fallon on what uh, she would like for season two of Wednesday. Because if you remember w- earlier in the week, she there was an interview where Jenna was talking about how she fought so hard to maintain the integrity of the Wednesday character that she was changing the script like on the fly on the show, and then going and arguing with the writers. And it turns out that her instincts were bang on mm-hmm. as far as the 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 sort of way that she wanted to take Wednesday. So here's what Jenna wants for season two.
6: Do you
7: have any idea where you're gonna go? This- the season at
8: all um i don't know i think uh they we just started getting a writer's room together and kind of talking about it and everyone's being really cool i think we want to up kind of the horror
1: aspect a little bit and then get wednesday out of the romantic situation yes. and just let her be
8: her own individual and fight her own crime yeah, like
9: yeah I, I agree with that, with that.
5: Mm-hmm. i i fully agree don't turn it into riverdale because it's not riverdale Wednesday's cooler when she has absolutely no interest in anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Jenna Ortega is hosting Saturday Night Live this weekend, and nice. the musical guest is the 1975. Um, with Saturday Night Live, the post-production editors behind SNL are ready to strike, and they've set an April 1st deadline. So these are the ones who cut all of the, like, digital shorts. Sure. Right? All the post-production guys. Um, barring an agreement with NBC, the to member editing crew have announced that uh, they intend to halt work and disrupt the show. The sticking points remain notably around the issue of health benefits. Uh, They also say that members of the SNL editing team are paid rates far lower, they say, than industry standards. Uh, NBC has committed to closing in on the negotiations by the end of the month. In the nearly 50-year history of Saturday Night Live, this series has never before seen a targeted um, strike sh- that is show specific before in oh, the in wow. the in the 50 years this will be the first. It, it, the the writers' strike affected everybody when yeah. that when that happened, but, but this is this the first like SNL specific, specific yeah. strike. Huh.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast podcast.
5: Uh, and uh, finally, uh, sticking with the Met Gala, mm-hmm. this may be the year because Anna Winter is paring down the guest list, and they say that this year. People who may not make the cut are the entire Kardashian Jenner family.
1: What? Can you believe that? Yes. There's no way. They make way too much. That's the
5: story on That's those carpets yeah. no
1: there's no way
5: but do you think maybe it can't be because they make too much because last year the met gala with the the maryland Monroe dress that was the only story at the met gala right like, is
1: it because they then turn into know. the only story the, of the met gala no but I don't know. What,
2: like going with what ross maybe she doesn't want this to become maybe she wants to focus it more on the theme and everybody's fashion versus controversy
1: yo they should I just let regular folk like us do the carpet <laughs> Can I wear yeah, like just show idea. up in like baller outfits? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, right. Yeah, like I'll show up in like a Louis tracksuit. Yeah, no, me? no.
5: I think no, 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 no. I'll thong- wear my Wranglers. No, no. The theme this year's thongs. Hey, if I'm not mistaken, it's not. It is. It's not. Way to ruin a joke, Maury. Come <laughs> on, man. What is the matter with you? Maury <laughs> knows one thing about one thing, yeah. and then I can't do a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Ros and Mocha
5: Show podcast podcast uh Netflix has edited the blundered joke from Chris Rock's special remember when he screwed up emancipation with concussion and yeah. all that stuff so they edited that so the version that is up there now I don't know whether they took the whole joke out or they just cleaned it up or what they did but they made the edit and according to insider sources uh who were talking to entertainment tonight Um, Will Smith has not watched the Chris Rock special, but they say Will is embarrassed and hurt by what Chris said about him and his family and his Netflix special. He didn't watch it, but he had people tell him what Chris said. They go on to say...
1: people in his comments. They
5: go on to say, it's everywhere you look online and on social media, so Will and Jada have seen the comments about it. They go on to say, Will apologized to Chris and would like Chris to let it go. Will has worked on himself and he, uh, and he is banned from the Oscars for 10 years. He feels like that's enough and wants Chris to move on so that he and everyone else can too. They go on to say Will is uh, upset that Netflix was part of this and thinks Chris insulting Jada again below the belt. Uh, and they finish off by saying that uh, he is upset that Netflix um, gave Chris the platform to share these messages and thinks that it is distasteful. Mm. And according to another source in Chris Rock's camp, they say Chris said everything he wanted to say. He was funny, self-deprecating, and thought-provoking. Now he's ready to move on. So that's uh, the end of that is what it's
1: Nine years like. ago,
5: Will. <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
5: Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with Ted Lasso. So earlier in the week, Jason Sudeikis was doing a bunch of interviews saying that Ted Lasso was ending. Like he said, quote, he told Variety, this is the end of the story that we wanted to tell, that we were hoping to tell, that we love to tell. The fact that folks want more and are curious beyond um, more than what they don't even know yet, that being season three, is flattering. And then he was talking about doing spinoffs. They asked him, hey, like, what about the Lasso verse?'" as mocha said and he goes yeah i think that we've set the table for all sorts of folks to get to watch the further telling of these stories but that makes it sound like ted lasso as a show is done Mm -hmm. now everybody else is coming out going well hold on a second here i don't think jason sudeikis really knows what he's talking about listen to hannah waddingham on uh jimmy fallon last night
7: let's talk about ted lasso uh season three you're phenomenal (laughs) You are phenomenal in this. Thank you. Uh, uh, and season three came out, and I saw Jason was talking about it, and that people were kind of assuming it might be maybe the final season. We don't know. No,
4: no. What he said, it's like the natural end of a three season arc. That's- so there was a beginning, a middle, and an end. Well, that means. Of- this who kn- we don't even know. Do you know, it's really good that I genuinely don't know because they know that otherwise I'll be like, put the, oh, whoops, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, so it might
7: not be. The might final. not be.
4: Oh, okay, good. We don't know. We genuinely don't know. I didn't know. I it. don't think Jason even knows. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, he yeah, needs yeah. to be in a dark room and just go. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Just for a minute, you know. Uh, uh,
5: to me, this sounds like Jason today is negotiating with Apple via the media. That's what that sounds like to
1: me. Smart move. If you want me back. Yeah, it's no, kind of a trash move for the rest of the no, cast. no. Because then you let
2: all the fans speak for you.
1: Yeah, no,
5: to me that's what know. it sounds like.
2: That seems kind of dirty to me. It
5: sounds like they did their they did their three, and he's like, "If you want more, we would like this." And they're holding out, so he's letting Unless it be known he's doing
1: it for the rest of the cast.
5: Yeah, I mean, he's not right. the only one that would benefit, right? No, I'm sure.
1: exactly. Like he's not. Maybe I'm looking at this as him being just selfish, saying, "If you want me back," as opposed to "If you want us back." because collectively yeah. we all make the show well
5: it is him it's his show minus nate that's it's his show so <laughs> right yeah minus nate Schrader. <laughs> after everything they did for you nate wow and this is what you do wow
1: that's silver hair
5: oh He's hey looking hey, like hey. a let's what? not uh let's not silver hair the man here okay there's a lot of stuff you can S- pick on him for before you get to silver hair was that too the close to home? Yeah. yeah. Did you
1: see the way your parents uh, treated you in that one episode? Ooh, right. <laughs> Always going to be a loser, Nate. How dare you? <laughs>
5: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Courtney Cox on an episode of uh, the Gloss Angels podcast talking about how she went a little bit overboard uh, at one time with the face fillers. You
8: look in the mirror and go, oh, oh, that looks good. You think and you don't realize what it looks like to the outside person and just doing too many fillers and then having to have them removed, which thank God they are removable, but I think I messed I messed up a lot. Getting older when I was really young, that's just a bummer, a waste of time. It's a domino effect. It's like, you don't realize that you look a little off, so then you keep doing more because you look normal to yourself.
5: Yeah. You just keep doing more and more and more. Right? And you don't look younger. You look older.
8: And then you
1: just look weird. Yeah, right? I know. Everyone's face it's, then just it, transforms into like the same face. And
5: it looks, like a, it looks like a race of people. Like it looks like people who are from some, I don't know, like European country or wherever that you've never mm-hmm. been. And they just, they look like that. Like when you see everybody who is that affected, because they all follow the trends, right? So it's like sometimes the face is more pointed at the bottom. That's the trend. Other times it's like high cheek and everything else. And that's the trend. Mm-hmm. And so when you're walking around, you see hundreds of people that look like this and they yeah. look like their own race of people
0: the nose the nose yeah everything they
5: all want to look big lips they all want to look identical yeah it's really uh it's really crazy
0: the and mocha show podcast
5: podcast Uh, academy awards last night uh jimmy kimmel was hosting again for i think his third time is that what it was his third time um made a couple will smith slap jokes here's the
6: first one if anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show you will be awarded the oscar for best actor oh. and permitted to give a nineteen minute long speech oh. no, but seriously the academy has a crisis team in place if anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony just do what you did last year nothing <laughs> sit there and do absolutely nothing maybe even give the assailant a hug <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was good. That was good, Jimmy. That was good.
5: And then like two hours into the show, he went back to it again.
6: This point in the show kind of makes you miss the slapping a little, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: no. Uh, but everybody really went in on Jimmy Kimmel for this quick little bit that he did with Malala, who was in the audience. Uh, Malala was the uh, – she, she was the the youngest um, person to ever win the Nobel Prize Uh in twenty twelve, I think it was. Uh she was trying to go to school. Taliban shot her in the face. Mm-hmm. Um she managed to get out, big human rights activist, everything else. And um so Jimmy Kimmel's doing like an audience bit where he's talking to people in the crowd. And this is the um bit with Malala.
6: Thank you so much. Great to have you here and congratulations on your movie. This question is from Joanne Nicolaitis in Brooklyn, New York. She asks Your work on human rights and education for women and children is an inspiration. As the youngest Nobel Prize winner in history, I was wondering, do you think Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? (laughs) Oh, jeez.
0: I only talk about peace.
6: Oh. That's, you know what? That's why you're Malala and nobody else is.
5: So her answer was, I only talk about peace. And then everybody went in on Jimmy Kimmel. But Malala has, like, a great sense of humor. And if you don't think that that was set up ahead of time, you're crazy. Yeah. First of all, right? So I went back to an interview that Malala had just done with NPR, right? And the interviewer on NPR says, let's say your Nobel Prize came with free concert tickets, (laughs) but you had to choose between Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Who do you pick? And then she was like, oh, these are really tough questions. And then the NPR reporter says, it could start a war. And then Malala says, So when I was little, I used to sing Love Story together with my friends. And Beyonce, I mean, she's a legend. So I would want both tickets. I have the Nobel Peace Prize. I demand both, right? (laughs) Like she was on—I don't know if you remember it—but she when she went on Stephen Colbert, she was like doing card tricks and everything. Like she's a young girl with a great sense of humor, and like if you don't think that this was a bit, Mm -hmm. right? So I was
2: convinced it was a bit. On, On the red carpet, she talked about how excited she was to see Rihanna.
5: Yeah, and then so she retweeted, like quote tweeted, the clip from ABC where it was Jimmy Kimmel asking her about this. But what she wrote was she only wrote this, so she quote tweeted it. The, the clip of the bit, and then she said, treat people with kindness. That's all
2: she wrote with like a peace sign. So I'm like, was she actually pissed? Oh. But they wouldn't have gone to her without saying, hey, we're going to do this thing. Well, we're going to come to you. 100%. Or do you
1: think it was in response to everyone
2: going standing, in
1: standing up for her and she's like
2: maybe but all the ones she did after maybe. that all the ones jimmy did after that were awkward as well J- jessica chastain so i don't know if they if he told them be awkward with me yeah like,
5: like i'm sure it was all like you you don't go to somebody in the academy awards where it's not completely set up like it's crazy
1: point out the fact that jimmy kimmel here at the beginning when he's talking to malala yeah why does he sound like kermit the frog Listen to this.
6: Great to have you here and congratulations on your movie. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's, That's not true. Part of the That's right. true. No, you're right. absolutely Great right. Great to have
6: you here and congratulations on your movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: now that you say Why
5: that. Why are there so many songs <laughs> about
6: rainbows? <laughs>
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: podcast. But let me play you this real quick. Do you have time to do Austin Butler real quick? Uh-huh. So I don't know, where's this Austin Butler w Taylor Swift magazine. thing from? W Magazine. So the headline of this is very misleading because we know Austin Butler just did the Elvis movie. Mm-hmm. He's like all into Elvis and singing and everything else. The headline for this is Austin Butler performs a cover of Taylor Swift's Red. Oh. Again. Austin Butler performs a cover of Taylor Swift's Red. So here is
3: that clip. Hi, I'm Austin Butler, and this is going to be my rendition of Red by Taylor Swift. Loving him is like driving a new Maserati down a dead-end street. Faster than the wind, passionate as sin, ending so suddenly. Loving him is like trying to change your mind. Once you're already flying through the free fall, like the colors in autumn so bright, just before they lose it all. Losing him was blue, like I'd never known. Missing him was dark gray, all alone. (sighs) Forgetting him was like trying to know. Somebody you never met, Uh (laughs) but loving him was red. Red, red, red,
5: red, red. I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sort of envious of how far up his own ass Austin Butler is. <laughs> like, I really am. Like, he's really committed to it. You remember how Johnny Depp was always up his own ass? And mm-hmm. you just accepted it like he was just, he he yeah. had bought into it so much but, that it just became his personality?
2: But if that was on the com app, everyone would love it. Sure, but it wow. wasn't though. I'm yeah. saying though, if it was, everyone would love that. Yeah, but he's
1: You're so right, up his though. own ass. The headline is very misleading. <laughs> it's not performing. No, no song.
5: I wish, like, I wish I had the sort of like the the I don't know what it is the the sense of self or like ego or like whatever it is to just be like that far up your own ass. Where you where you're just like you're you're cranking out like he built this brand around like mm-hmm. he is going for it right like you can't say that Austin Butler isn't going for it right. and that he's not committed to the bit right
1: you are, you are close though yes I'm
5: very <laughs> close I know <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast podcast
5: uh, surprises snubs history all of that went down at the Academy Awards last night uh, it's rare that you just see like one film just destroy everything. So, Elvis, the Fablemans, uh, Banshees of Inisherin, and Tar all went home empty ha- handed despite having 30 nominations between them. Woo! Right? That's a lot. So, yeah, so it was all everything everywhere all at once. And uh, I think, what was the other one? All Quiet on the Western Front picked up uh, four. Uh, huge uh, win for Michelle Yeoh and uh, being the first. Uh, Asian actor to win Best Actress and only I think the
1: second woman of color, like in
5: the in the in its entirety, yeah. to the win. The first I
1: think was uh, Halle Berry, right?
5: To, yeah, to win uh, to win Best Actress, actress, or as NPR and the Hollywood Reporter um, say, the first Asian identifying woman to win an Oscar, whatever that means. That's why what's trending right now. She is Asian, right? Because <laughs> the first Asian identifying woman. Anyway, uh, here is the great Michelle Yeoh.
4: For all the little boys and girls. Who look like me watching tonight <laughs> this is a beacon of hope and possibilities
2: this is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true and ladies don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime you never give up. <laughs> I have to dedicate this to my mom all the moms in the world because they are really the superheroes, and without them, none of us will be
3: here tonight.
5: So good. Uh, and uh, Kihi Kwan, the crowd favorite, mm. uh, coming in with the best supporting actor.
8: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my heart. My mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just won an Oscar. Uh (laughs) So beautiful. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. (laughs) They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This This is the American dream!
1: That right there yeah.
5: is genuine so appreciation. I was reading I a, uh, an article about um, uh, Kihi Kwan where when they immigrated from Vietnam in like the late 70s, like, they split his family up. Like his parents split the family up because it was easier to not get the whole family out. Hmm. And so he was young and I think like what, like one or two of his siblings like went somewhere else with yeah. like another family member kind of thing. And then, and then they came over because when he started acting, he was Jonathan Ki Kwan right because they made him his agent made him get uh, like americanize his name and mm. so it was only a few years ago that he reclaimed um his uh his given name um that uh, that his mom gave him
1: happy for him but
5: if you love michelle yo and kihi kwan together so i would just watch a trailer they got a new disney plus series coming out the two of them uh, called American Born Chinese, which is based on a graphic novel that centers around uh, a teenager caught in like this battle with Chinese mythological gods. And it looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my God. Go it's, it looks so good. It looks like Crouching Tiger. Like it looks crazy, but only like with a high school kid. Yeah. Who's like this kid in grade nine who has to fight these gods. Okay. Like, the show looks it. amazing. The
0: Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
5: Um, scream number one at the box office this weekend. A lot of money. Jeez, was this the the, the biggest opening for a
2: scream movie? More? It sure was, and it was fantastic. Well
5: deserved. Forty four point five million dollars is Ooh. what Scream did. The I think that the the one before that was Scream Two. When that came out in ninety seven, that only made thirty two million. And this is the, is it the first one
1: without Neff Campbell? That's it right.
5: That's yeah. mm, not, not a good look.
1: You know what I mean? Because she put up a fight, right? Well, you Yeah,
5: you hold out for more money. I mean, Nef, you, people as an actors do that, right? She yeah. did the same thing with House of Cards. She took she a gamble. Did, she did the same thing with Scream. You take a gamble and then all of a sudden, it, you know, it doesn't yeah. work out and you're not in the movie and then they're like, well, it's the biggest opening we've ever had. We don't need you. It's It yeah. becomes ugly at that point, right? It's two strikes for her now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. That's not good at all. There's something else I wanted to talk to you about here.
9: Mm -mm -mm.
5: Give me one second. Yes, I'll be the best
1: man at your wedding.
5: That's not what I was going to ask you at all. Yes, I'll officiate your wedding. I don't need that either. I'm all good on all those fronts. Don't you even worry about it. Why would you think that I would ask you to be my best
1: yes, man? Yes, I'll go suit shopping
2: with you. I don't need you to go suit shopping with me. By the way, I change my mind. I don't want to park cars. I'm willing to do coat check. Coat check? Because then at least I'm inside. Coat check? Maury, the, like, I'm getting married in the summer. Well, then it will so, be an yeah. easy job for me. Yes. Yes, you can yeah. do coaching.
5: Let me just do something <laughs> that requires nothing of me.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah, do no problem. No problem. No, I don't. I don't remember at all.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yes, I'll be the best man. I don't anyway. need you to be
5: my oh. best man. I'm all distracted and flustered. Look, <laughs> you made me blush. <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
5: Man, everybody going in on Thames today. Who's Thames? She's a singer, right, Shem? Yeah, she, yeah, she's a singer. Okay, she, she, see what she wore at the Academy Awards I last sure night. Did. It's so good. No, I didn't. Actually. Okay, so she has like her out. outfit had this giant, almost veil thing, right, mm-hmm. that was standing up across the back of her head, and it's huge, right. Okay. It's massive. Normally, when people wear those giant sort of pieces, when they go in the auditorium, they take them off. Oh my
1: god! <laughs>
5: okay, but she didn't, and and yeah. there's so much video of like like three people behind her couldn't see the stage, girl, and she just sat there like it was their problem.
1: Uh huh. Deal with it. Get a high chair. Look at this. Damn, she looked like a flower like full bloom uh, sitting bro, in that auditorium so rude. oh no that's so rude hold on yeah so like directly oh so one two three four yeah five six seven eight like pretty no going all the way back <laughs> yeah. you're talking like 16 people that can't see because that's of so them. rude yeah, that's hilarious though <laughs> come on
5: now <laughs> uh academy awards uh last night so we know history was made uh with historic wins for uh, michelle yo and kihi kwan uh, along with costume designer ruth e carter becoming the first black woman to win two oscars and best original song winter uh winner nadu nadu making the first victory in the category for an indian film uh brendan frazier going into the night was really really the odds-on favorite to uh to win uh for the whale and that is is exactly what happened
8: so this is what the multiverse looks like <laughs> oh my goodness um i thank the academy for this honor and for our studio a24 for making such a bold film and i'm grateful to darren Aronofsky for throwing me a creative lifeline and hauling me aboard the good ship the whale i'm started in this business 30 years ago and Things they didn't come easily to me, but there there was a facility that I didn't uh, I didn't appreciate at the time until it stopped, and I just want to say thank you for this acknowledgement because it couldn't be done without my cast. It's it's been like. It's been like I've been on a diving expedition on the bottom of the ocean, and the air on the line to the surface is on a launch being watched over by some people in my life, like my sons Holden and Leland and Griffin. Thank you again, each one and all. I'm so grateful to you. Good night.
5: There you go. That's real sweet. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis winning for uh, Best Supporting Actress for Everything Everywhere all at once.
4: I know it looks like I'm standing up here by myself, but I am not. I am hundreds of people. I'm hundreds of people. To my family, my beautiful husband, Christopher Guest. (laughs) Our daughters, Annie and Ruby. Ruby. My sister Kelly, we just won an Oscar to all of the people who have supported the genre movies that I have made for all these years, the thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. We just won an Oscar together. And my mother and my father were both nominated for Oscars in different categories. I just
5: won an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, That's so sweet. Her dad, of course, is... Uh, who's her dad? Tony Curtis, Moore?
2: Tony Curtis. And Janet Leigh. Janet Leigh from The Psycho Movie. That's right.
5: Um, one of the more funny moments on stage um, was uh, the sort of reunion of Hugh Grant and Andy McDowell from... What was it? Was it the weddings one? Four Weddings and a Funeral? That's right. Was that the movie? Yeah, Four Weddings and a Funeral. So, uh, that was years ago and here is the uh, reunion. Andy McDowell looking dynamite. (laughs) (laughs)
8: Lovely to be here.
5: It is lovely. Uh, We're actually here to do
6: two things. The first is to raise awareness about the vital importance of using a good moisturizer. (laughs) Andy has been wearing one every day for the last 29 years. I've never used one in my life. Still stunning. Uh, Basically a scrotum.
0: Ah, no, facts. That's so good. I like that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Podcast. Uh, Drake announced his 28-day uh, arena tour. It is called the um, "It's All a Blur" Blur Tour. That's hard to say, man. It's all a blur tour. Uh, as fans will know, this is the uh, first time in what five years that Drake has hit the road. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Toronto date yet, but as Mocha pointed out, there's a big gap in the schedule where he would normally do OVO.
1: Yeah, because he's got Montreal in there. He's got Vancouver in there. And he has Philly, July 31st. Mm-hmm. The next date after that is August 12th, Inglewood, California. Right. And the weekend that he typically does OVO in Toronto is wide open. So mm-hmm. you can only assume that he's going to be in the city for that and we'll be putting together the tour or filling out the rest of the uh, the show for that weekend.
2: And there's no doubt about it. It says right on the website Toronto dates will be announced soon. It's not like it's not on the list. No, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. But he it will be in that Shine a light because on Because
5: he has to have pre-booked the venue like year after year after year and then has i'm sure there's some sort of notice period where he says hey listen if i'm not doing it i will let you know yeah but i'm sure that he It'll owns happen. that weekend at that venue and so it's already booked and it yeah. has been well, booked because i'm
2: sure that if you cancel
5: you lose your deposit i'm sure yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah what would the deposit on that be like a couple hundred bucks right <laughs> like,
8: <laughs> that, like right. right yeah <laughs> like
5: you know He's like, guys, I know it's 48 hours, and I'm calling you. It's like 42. I'm so sorry. Please, please.
1: (laughs) I can't lose the deposit. Not this weekend. Bills are stacking up. Uh,
0: The Roz and Mocha Show
6: Podcast. Podcast.
5: Uh, Only Murders in the Building, the uh, new trailer for Only uh, Season 3 coming out. And uh, Meryl Streep, of course, uh, is the big uh, new star for Only Murders. Here's a little bit of that trailer. Is this really happening again?
4: Well, you
0: know, who are we without a homicide?
6: One of the best shows on television is back. So are you in? Yeah. With a surprise you. you never saw coming.
4: Oh my God, it's me! Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, it's me. Isn't it?
8: Only murders <laughs> in the building. <laughs> Shall we begin?
9: Sane, yeah.
1: so psyched.
5: Only on Hulu. There you All
1: go. All right, Love that. cannot wait.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Podcast. Uh, I'm gonna, let me read this to you, Mocha. and you tell me if it starts to sound familiar? So Playboy's relaunching, like the iconic Playboy magazine, because they haven't done an actual magazine in like two years. Really? I hadn't went, noticed. Went, because they went broke. (laughs) Um, So they're relaunching as a digital first operation. So instead of the brand signature Playboy Bunnies, Mm -hmm. users will now be able to interact with creators who will post uncensored content on their pages and give subscribers exclusive access into their lives, their chief brand uh, officer, Rachel Weber, told the New York Post. Our Playboy Creator Program is the Playboy magazine for the 21st century. They go on to say, We're putting the power of content creation in the hands of the creative community and giving them the tools to interact and monetize their fan base directly. So, Sound only familiar? fans? So OnlyFans. One major difference between Playboy and OnlyFans is that on OnlyFans anybody can sign up, oh. where on Playboy creators have to apply and be accepted by the Playboy editorial team. Okay. But everything's going that way. Everything's going. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Way. Every struggling company should build like an OnlyFans portal on their on their site. You know what I mean? Like oh. here? Loblaws. Oh, look, like we're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like anything. Like any company. Any company should do Did that. Did you say Loblaws? Right? <laughs> they Loblaws Toys R Us.
1: You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> right? What? Jeffrey the giraffe from Toys R Us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah. Like I'm good. Like, you know, imagine the t-shirt a t shirt on, shop bro.
5: Like, imagine if, body, imagine if Body Shop had that, right? Like, you go, is Body Shop still around? I don't even know what Body Shop Of course they are. are. <laughs> okay. Right? Like, imagine Body Shop, where, like, you go onto their website, uh-huh. it's completely normal, buy, 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 add to basket, add to basket, and then you can hit the creator tab. Yeah. And what it is, is, like, people like Maury, who are just rubbing their products all over their
3: body. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's an
5: OnlyFans-type portal for whatever it is, like Home Depot, uh-huh. right? Imagine Home Depot had, like, the creator tab, where it's just, you know, what?
1: What? And rub- you know, like, rub this, <laughs> this lumber on my chest. Yeah, not lumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tab's just called wood. <laughs> wood <laughs> on wood.
5: <laughs> oh my Stop God. that. Stop that.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
5: Uh, last night at the Leafs game, the uh, singer who came out, Natalie Morris, to do the uh, Star Spangled Banner, her microphone kept cutting out. And uh, everybody at the Scotiabank Arena all the Canadians mm. uh, helped her out and finished singing it for her. Listen to this beautiful
4: moment. Oh say, can you Oh say can Oh no. Who's broad stripes?
1: Wow, it's a nice moment do they show the words for the anthem yes They're, oh okay so easy stuff i think that they would have <laughs> known
5: anyway though huh i think i think people would the american one the, yes absolutely
2: no that's a tough song yes it's no it's I, a tough song to say listen I shout out shout out to, to
1: natalie morris i would not have been of any help if i were standing there been. no i would have really? tried absolutely i would have tried and i'm glad that the words are up there because i would have helped out the best way i could using the words you mean to tell me if we were in the states, right, and the yeah, microphone yeah. cut out during O well, Canada, guaranteed nobody in any arena no. in the U.S. would be not. able
2: to sing the Canadian national anthem.
5: Of course not. But I think that even without the words being on the jumbotron, and we are we sure that they were there?
2: Yes, because I saw a TikTok where somebody was like, um, "Look, the words." Are
5: I there. guarantee you that even without the words, the fans would have done the exact same thing.
1: Well, good for them. I better fans than me. <laughs> it's emotional that, it, no it I, is uh, I thought so too. it's great no of course I'm just saying it if I were in that situation I would not have been of any help to Natalie Morris right
2: I think so I want, think your you... heart speaks and you start singing like I honestly think that well, if exactly, you're in the you moment sing the
5: right words you can't just sing anything yeah. it's disrespectful if she's doing the star-spangled banner and you start doing kid rock yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> You can't you can't do Imagine. that. Right. Sing my own. And just song. sing anything. <laughs> <laughs> that that has to be the worst though, right, Shem? I mean, oh. she's in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Microphone cuts out. And that has to be like the nightmare. Come true, right? Well, yeah, because then you, you you hope people don't think that like you screwed up. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's it's right. oh, that's awful. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, I gotta go to uh this Vegas Golden Knights player, um, Pavel uh Dorfayev. So young guy, new in the league, never scored a goal. Gets his first goal last night oh, nice. off his off his face.
1: What do you mean off of his face? <laughs> off his face. Boom.
9: Rebound, they score. Somehow it got in. Not sure if Dorfia knocked it in or not. It'll be his first in the NHL.
5: I think it goes off of Jordan Bennington and comes back and hits Dorfia off of the head and into the net. I mean, that's a different
6: way of using your head to score a goal, John. And the young Russian Dorothea, the 22-year-old, gets his first NHL goal off his mask.
1: Oh, no. You get to keep the puck, though, right?
5: Yes. Of course he did. It's his first goal, even if it was off his face. Oh, no. Yeah. Never, Maury, have you ever had anything bounce off your face that was as important as this guy's goal? Oh, but I'm still young any day now.
0: (laughs) 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
5: All right, who's been watching Farmer Wants a Wife? Anybody? No. Have you seen this?
1: Sorry, what? What?
5: The, the farming dating show where they're trying to find farmer's wives. What? So, okay, so there's first of all, there's two. You know, like every now and then, like when, when a new show comes around, like another new show that's the exact same show as that show also comes around? All okay. right. So don't confuse Farmer Wants a Wife with Farming for Love, which is the Canadian version of the show. So I had no idea. But Farmer Wants a Wife is uh-huh. like one of the most popular reality dating shows on planet Earth. More so than Milf Manor. More so than Milf Manor. Play the, play, let me play a little bit of the trailer here.
0: The world's biggest dating show. 35 countries, 180 weddings, and over 400 babies has arrived. <laughs>
1: Who is ready to fall for a farmer? <laughs>
0: What What do we think of Oklahoma? It looks very abandoned.
7: Finding true love for me, it's now I have a partner. Someone who not only do I have their back, but they've got mine. She's definitely got my attention.
1: Oh my gosh, there's two by my hand!
3: She's
7: a hoot, I'll say that. I get to meet more girls in one day than I've met in the last five years.
6: Morning, ladies. It's a little overwhelming having all the ladies at
1: once. It's a big adjustment
5: okay well yeehaw partner
1: giddy up yeah thank you Uh, and a lot of
5: people every every, because everybody's like hey listen because of the the popularity of Yellowstone and everything else this is the best time to to bring the show back so this debuted in like 2001. how have we never
1: heard of this before
5: so, so in 2008, they did a version of it on The CW. But the the, the, the actual show, Farmer Wants a Wife, it follows four farmers, mm-hmm. right? So it's four farmers on different farms, and then they each get like eight potential mates okay. who go and live with them and find out what farming life is and everything else. When The CW took this show years ago, they made it like The Bachelor, where they had one farmer, and Aww. then they just had all these women. And it tanked, and it tanked hard, because they because it the original format is, what people love they love all the sort of living on the farm with these four different farmers and so that's what they brought back and people are loving the show dating a farmer farmer would be awesome because they
2: know responsibility
5: they know everything right wow yeah have you you seen that did you see the pictures of the maury yes i did
2: i like all of them except the guy that has that weird sort of mustache where the mustache is connected to the goatee wasn't a fan of that but all the other farmers are very hot
5: what do you mean where the mustache is connected to the goatee? Where it's like
2: a, a circle around your mouth.
5: <clears throat> Isn't that just called a goatee?
2: Well, it's connected to the mustache. Yeah.
5: Is the goatee just the
2: bottom part? Yes. Or is the goatee the whole thing? The goatee's just the bottom part.
1: So he has it in like a, a straight, like, just, straight. Uh, circle?
5: Yeah. Well, it's not a circle. No, it's, it's not like, a target.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to right? figure
5: out. Like a no, circle, it just like looks your glasses. Like a regular goatee. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It just like, looks like a regular goatee. Anyway, so, <laughs> so you may be confused with uh, F- uh, Farmer Wants a Wife and Farming for Love because there's suddenly two shows about trying to. Wait, hook but Farming up for farmers. Love is
1: also on different farms?
5: So so farming for Love for- is coming
2: to Canada this summer
5: so it is the same show but it's like bachelor and bachelor canada right yeah. so it's the canadian version of farmer wants but a are wife.
2: they
1: all in where are they
5: the, the in farmer, alberta so like all in- farming farming for love is in i think bc and ontario maybe oh. alberta i'm not 100 okay. percent sure uh farmer wants a wife is all over america oh, Oklahoma yeah. and this kind of thing anyway
0: the and mocha show podcast podcast
5: Paulie Shore, I feel my heart breaks for Paulie Shore man cuz he is literally one of the he's one of the nicest dudes ever and has just done so much um for so many people. He's just always kind. So uh, at the Academy Awards the other night Kihi Kwan and Brendan Fraser were both nominated, right? And Mm -hmm. Jimmy Kimmel goes up and does this joke because they all starred in a movie together years ago with Pauly Shore. But listen to the punchline of this joke.
6: This is, I think, a great piece of Oscar trivia. 31 years ago in 1992, Brendan Fraser and Kiwi Kwan were in a movie together. Remember which movie it was? Encino Man. Two actors from Encino Man are nominated for Oscars. What What an incredible night this must be for the two of you, and what a very difficult night for Pauly Shore. (laughs)
5: zombies oh <laughs> right? oh, like, like, like wax so at That yeah, That's not even so much a punchline As it just is like Just saying something so sad Right? Yeah. So anyway Because Paulie Shore has been very open About how he felt that he was pushed down In Hollywood and, and all this stuff So Paulie Shore Again, much like Ashley Graham Taking the high road So he put this on Instagram I don't know if you guys saw the Oscars last night But Jimmy Kimmel poked fun at me In his monologue If you haven't checked it out Watch the clip Very funny I really love it loved it but what i really loved is that my old buddies from back in the day brendan frazier and, and Kihi kwan took home the oscars what a story i mean really guys what a story and then he goes on to say this if we can all learn something from this, never quit on your dreams, keep dreaming, work hard, and put in the time. And if your stars line up and you're in the entertainment business, one day Hollywood will hit you in the head with the pixie dust like it did for Brendan and Key. Have fun, guys. Oh, uh,
6: like, I mean? sure. like, Just like oh, my I feel, I feel like giving that
5: man a hug right now. I know. <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast. Uh, the one.
5: Weekend. Weekend winning Big of the Juno's last night, which actually puts the weekend now in a tie with Brian Adams for the second most Juno wins of all time. Oh. Taking home album, artist, songwriter, and single of the year. However, weekend not showing up to the big show. And when they were handing out album of the year, you could hear the fans' reaction to that.
8: The Juno for Album of the Year goes to Don FM. The, the weekend. weekend. <laughs>
1: Fortunately, the weekend couldn't be here tonight. But with this win tonight, I know, I know. Oh, man. Listen, this is a fun fact. With this win tonight, the weekend is in second place for the most Juno wins ever. I'm going to accept this award on his behalf. He'll have to come get it at my house. Mm. Wow. Is also set a record for most amount of times not showing up to the Junos. Jeez, now we know he doesn't do the Grammys either, right? But I don't know. Just
5: uh, you, you like What's your beef people the just Junos? take it a whole lot. He's been I to the Junos before. It, he has, yeah. But people just take it so personally. Eh? Like when you don't, when you're a big Canadian star, and you don't show up to the Junos.
1: Oof. But has he not been more than he's won? Yeah. Uh, that he's accepted. Yes.
2: Yeah. I don't know.
1: But I mean, are well, too good know. for us? But Drake, was been
2: there? Sean Mendes wasn't no, there last I will night. S-
1: no, no, no. Hold on. With Drake, I can understand Drake's frustration. I could be wrong here, but there was one year they clowned Drake so hard. Yeah. And it was the year that Drake hosted and was Mm -hmm. nominated multiple times and he did not win an award. (laughs) Yep. Like if I were Drake, I'd be like that that like yo, that's dirty right there.
5: I don't know if anybody has ever screwed up a relationship more with an awards show than the GMS did with Drake. That was like unforgivable. Unforgivable. Yeah, I'm Team
1: Drake on that one.
5: And I know, hey, listen, it's all voted on and maybe it was legit, but you just, you don't do that. Like you just you can't have Drake, especially when he was like he was about like he was he was already blowed up, blowed up. He was already. He had already exploded at that point. Oh, right completely. I mean, he's yeah, not yeah. who he is now, but he was already Drake at that point. Yes. Yeah, you're right to have him on there. Uh, the other big moment from the uh, awards show was Avril Lavigne was on stage. um Doing an introduction, and a topless protester jumped on uh, on stage, and then Avril had to tell her to uh, call her the B word and said, "Get the oh. f off my stage." Oh yeah, with oh. sold
1: out shows in Canada, the U S. Get the f off. Oh. <laughs> Get the f off. Oh. <laughs> he has sold out shows in Canada. Oh no! So So,
5: who was a a protester? So she was protesting. It was the 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 Green Belt and um, Land Back. I think was the 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 two organizations that she was uh, there for. She had it written on her arm, Land Back. Yeah, and she had a Save the Green Belt written on the on the small of her back. I believe it was. But like she just strolled up there, and there like it took security. Like it took somebody a long time. To go up and get her because i guess if somebody's topless you have
2: to be careful how you grab them to push them there was no
5: no it's not that they were up there not touching her there was nobody up there this woman walked on stage and it was her and avril levine and Avril Lavigne only acknowledged her after security was up there, and this one was up there for a long time. And I think in the video, at some point, because she, her boobs were up, but she had like stickers over her nipples, I guess. Mm-hmm. And in one of the videos I saw, it either looks like Avril taps or flicks one of her boobs oh. as she's telling her as she's telling her to get off the stage. <laughs>
1: you can't. Such an Avril thing to do. <laughs> oh, That's great. Oh no, no security. Uh, you know, you just was, no, it,
5: bro, it was it took so like if you watch that whole clip yeah. like it took one guy forever to walk up on that stage
1: Did they only have like, literally forever. one security guard for the entire show i don't they know they think canadians are that nice this yeah.
2: is not going to cause this any problems. didn't look like venue security this looked like yes, like several security yeah like it just looked like somebody like it, it was it was really
5: wild and even then when they took her down like mm-hmm. they didn't it was nothing forceful, and as Maury said, it's very difficult to handle a protester yeah. who has no shirt on, right? <laughs> Will you
1: please leave the stage? Yes,
5: that's pretty much what it was like. <laughs> Will but, you
1: please just go back to your seat and enjoy the rest yeah, of the show?
5: Yeah, and then, they, like, one hand sort of, like, not touching the small but of her back, also, but just, like,
2: making sure. If you're yeah, watching yeah. live, because I was watching on TV, they kept zooming in really close to Avril to try and not show the protester as well at some right. point. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but it took uh, it took a while.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh,
5: the Academy Awards, as far as ratings go, eighteen point seven million people watched it on the uh, uh, Monday night. Was it Monday night or Sunday night? Sunday. Sunday. Night. And that, although that sounds like an impressive number, it is up from the previous year. But remember, back in two thousand one, it went down to nine point eight million people. Right, and. I think they were hoping for a bigger number because this is one of those weird years where most people had seen a lot of the movies. Like a lot of like like everything everywhere all at once made 100 million dollars. Mm. Avatar was there, Top Gun was there. Like there was a lot of big movies. Um but still uh, 18.7 million. I could not I I forgot about this that the Academy Awards for years were always the second most watched television program of the year, right behind the Super Bowl. Right, second and most, really? The second most, oh, wow. and until and until 2018, the Academy Awards had never dipped below 30 million people. You want to know what their high mark was? Do you, the, the the most watched Academy Awards? Give me a year and a movie. Give me a year and a movie. Wow. 55 million people tuned in to watch this one.
1: God, it's gonna. I bet it's Broadcast. gonna be. It's gonna be one that from a year I wasn't even born in.
5: No, it's not. No, it's not. You were very much born. I'm gonna go with Titanic. Ninety seven. Yes, ninety eight. Ninety eight. Okay. Fifty five million people watched. Wow. Uh, Was it awards, for but- Titanic? that's when that's when titanic won yeah the, wow. the year that it uh that it cleaned up everything uh but here is jimmy kimmel on his show last night doing a sort of post-mortem on uh, a lot of the the controversy and and the the, the sort of behind the scenes things of the academy awards it's
6: an interesting setup of the oscars because everybody's crowded together basically in an abandoned shopping mall you know they clear out the <laughs> mall over there and everyone's there wearing donated clothes most of them haven't eaten in days it's like a very upscale hurricane shelter <laughs> Beginning of the show, I parachuted down from the ceiling, which sounded like a fun idea until I was actually up in the ceiling, lolling around 50 feet in the air with my testicles tucked up to my nipples. We had a donkey, a live donkey, Jenny the donkey from the Banshees of Inishirin, which uh, that was our emotional support donkey. But then that stirred up some controversy. The L.A. Times said, no, that wasn't really Jenny. The donkey from the Banshees of Inashirin. I have to say, it's true. It wasn't Jenny. It wasn't even a female donkey. The donkey's name is Dominic. It was a male donkey we didn't think it was a good idea to fly a donkey over from ireland <laughs> so we hired an l.a donkey maybe you notice like the lip fillers and the implants but <laughs>
5: uh, Hi, i everybody just going in on everything that's not the donkey <laughs> okay cool right uh, fine yeah you're right you got us it's not the it's not the donkey <laughs> Oh, uh, what else? There was something else I wanted to do here. Give me one second. I don't remember what it was. Sing something for me, Sham. while I look up, uh, trying to figure out what I missed.
6: You are a fire, the one mm-hmm. desire, belief, mm-hmm. when I say Roz will remember what he needs to say one day. <laughs> <laughs> but not
5: now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
1: Could the feud between
5: Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan finally be over? It's looking like it is.
1: What were they beefing over again?
5: Oh, I'll get to all that. Because I can't so even remember. Li- so there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um so Lindsay just announced that she was uh pregnant. Yeah. So Yay! congratulations. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes, uh, with her
5: husband uh, Bader Shamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she posted a just a shot of like a baby onesie on Instagram uh, with the caption coming soon written over it and saying uh, we are very excited for our new family member to arrive and we are looking forward to this next chapter in our lives and then Paris wrote congratulations love so happy for you welcome to the mommy club so it's looking Aww. like the ladies have grown Paris has the new book out we'll get into that a little bit later um, but years ago it was like 2000 and something when one of paris hilton's friend named brandon davis was doing an interview and, and he he made the joke where he referred to lindsay lohan that's where Fire crotch started and then oh, lindsay geez. and then lindsay laughed And then Lindsay then shamed Paris Hilton uh, about her sex tape saying, obviously she's very comfortable making videos. And then in 2018, uh, Paris said that she didn't trust Lindsay Lohan calling her bad vibes, but it really all started in 2006. And -hmm. there's a very famous picture to go along with this, which was Paris Hilton was out with Britney Spears and they were at the uh, Beverly Hilton Hotel. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the night, they went to leave And Lindsay Lohan apparently chased after them and tagged along and they were running through the paparazzi and there's the shot of the three of them in a car together. And it was originally supposed to be Paris Hilton and, um, and uh britney spears leaving together but apparently mm-hmm. Lindsay lohan chased after them and jumped in the car with them and oh. paris and paris was like yo this is a two-seater like there's not even a seat for you in here uh uh-huh. and, and paris said the only reason she let her stay in the car was because she didn't want to humiliate her in front of the paparazzi oh. otherwise she otherwise she would have kicked her out so that's how it all started was that they felt that Lindsay lohan was like tagging along she's an
1: awkward third and, wheel
5: she was awkward third oh, wheel. That's how it all started. Man. You can find the picture, too. The picture is very famous of the yeah. three of them all squeezed into a tiny little car. Oh, damn. But anyway, congratulations to uh, Lindsay Lohan. Have a
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
5: So Thames, the uh, singer who was nominated for uh, her work on Lift Me Up at the Academy Awards from Black Panther Wakanda Forever, she's the one that wore the the giant white puffy veil in the auditorium where nobody behind her could see. (laughs) Literally nobody. Literally nobody. So uh, she reposted that outfit on one social media platform and all she wrote with the caption was, oops. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then she put it up on Instagram, and all she captioned it was, uh-oh. <laughs> Good for So, because she took a lot of heat for that, man. A lot of heat for that.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
5: Marvel is closing in on the source of the Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantumania leak. What so- leak? so so the script leaked this was one of those movies where the script leaked. so a federal judge in california uh earlier this week issued subpoenas for reddit and google directing them to notify the users who leaked the dialogue so marvel's likely to pursue hardcore litigation against the person and now they're on the hunt for who the actual person is because this wasn't just ant-man and the wasp this was also shang chi this was also No Way Home, and this was also Doctor Strange. Oh, so wow. Somebody, so somebody within Marvel is leaking dialogue, like leaking scripts. Like and full scripts? Full script. And this is now the fourth time okay. this
1: has happened. Here's the thing. I'm a Marvel fan, right? Huge. Yeah. Watch every single movie. Yeah. I'm not that big of a fan where I'm gonna sit on my computer and read an entire script. <laughs> People do. <laughs> right? People like, who's got do. that kind of time? To go through hundreds and hundreds of pages for the yeah. Marvel movie,
5: yes, for a Marvel what, movie. And, and then what people do is they pull out select parts, and then they get reposted.
1: In what oh, I guess spoilers. like secrets and stuff. Yeah, sure. All the all the big. I guess maybe that's why all the
5: spoilers. That's
1: why you right? would sit there and read through the script to find the spoilers, right? To yes. ruin it for everyone yes. else, right? Because that's what people enjoy, right?
5: <sighs> There's no greater joy in this world than ruining something for yeah, others. I guess. I
2: <laughs> <laughs> right I Maury? I was going to say that's you
5: <laughs> Shut
2: up
0: <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: podcast Oh there's a new show Coming to Apple TV Plus with uh, It's the sort of reunion again For the third time with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey
1: Third time? Yeah third time Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey Why do I not know any of the three times? Oh wait they're in a TV show together Yes, they were. What was that TV show? True Detective. That's what it was. Yes. Yes. What else were they in?
5: Come on.
1: Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. I'm also drawing a blank too. Ed TV. Never seen it. Never saw it. You never saw Ed TV? No. What is that?
5: Ed TV came out like in and around when the Truman Show came out, which is they were television producers looking to put a reality show together where they mm-hmm. wanted to film somebody's life 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh-huh. And so they went to this town to do auditions. And um, Woody Harrelson is Matthew McConaughey's older brother. Mm-hmm. And he really, really wants it. But they wind up going with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, and so, and the so, Matthew yeah, and so Matthew McConaughey, because he's Ed. And uh, then so it's just called Ed TV, where people watch his life 24 hours a day. It's a rom-com.
2: Oh, it's great. Okay, You never saw Ed TV? Mm, never. You never saw Ed TV, Maury? No. Or The Truman Show.
5: Yeah, Ed TV. I I loved Ed TV. I mean, The Truman Show is great. But Ed TV is funny as hell.
1: So, and okay. Think, so what are they doing now? T, uh,
2: so, okay. Oh, sorry, so
5: the premise. Movie? No, 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 no. The, 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 the premise is this um basically woody and his family are going to move in with matthew and his family on matthew's texas ranch oh no okay. okay and and they did say this is that they will be playing quote versions of themselves so i don't think this is going to be pure reality uh, i think that it will be scripted hijinks reality okay sure doesn't so woody they smoke s- a lot of weed doesn't Matthew smoke a lot of weed? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to be high as hell on the <laughs> show. That
6: reminds like, me of The Sweet Life with uh, what's it mean? Paris Hilton and uh, Nicole Richie.
2: Was that Surreal Life?
5: Surreal Life. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think something like that. I think I something you say like Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. <laughs> Those <laughs> boys no, never no. smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're describing it as a heartfelt, odd couple love story revolving around the strange and beautiful bond between Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. So that is <laughs> okay. coming to Apple TV+. At some point, I don't know.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: podcast. Uh, Brian Cranston on with Jimmy Fallon last night where Jimmy brings up uh, a piece of memorabilia that is for sale from the Breaking Bad set. A pair of Walter White's
7: underwear <laughs> went up for auction. Oh, I heard of, For $32,000. <laughs> I, I should mention, these were never worn. Those were never worn.
5: The ones that are soiled go for much higher.
1: <laughs> Come on now. Wow. Is that wild? I, I wish I
5: didn't say that. No. no,
1: no.
6: <laughs>
7: could you imagine 30,000? I mean, people are crazy. Yeah. Who in their right mind is buying a pair of Tidy Whitey underwears for 30 grand? Oh I, 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 didn't I didn't I didn't it didn't go through in my Vimbo yet but it's, it's close yeah. yeah All
1: right, it's Venmo.
2: $32,000 also he says underwears yeah i know yeah
1: <laughs> um those. have you guys been watching season two of cranson's show your honor Yeah, it's fantastic yeah. no i'm so waiting
5: good. i'm waiting for it to, to all be there so i can watch it all at once same. to me I, I i watched episode one and i was like you know what i'm not waiting around every week for this thank you i will i Jenna will enjoy I it said more. the exact same thing i will enjoy it more once they're all there no yeah.
2: this, i know this one you, yeah. I it's worth the wait because they're 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 kind of slow like it's a you know that's it's a slower why slower show. I can do I, I, that all together. No,
5: I, I I don't have to I, I watched because I really quite enjoyed season uh, season one. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It was it was yeah, it was really it was but really
1: with that interesting. one with Jen and I we binged, we waited, same thing. We watched like a couple of episodes week after week, and yeah. I was like, nah, I kind of want to watch all at the same time. So waited, binge yeah. the rest, watched season two when they uh, episode one of season two, and same thing. Yeah. We were like, you know what, we're gonna wait till all the episodes are out, and I believe this Sunday is going to be the finale for this season
5: really huh I let me I I out of all the things that are available to watch right now I know you got Mandalorian and you got all this other stuff coming out I will say this when cocaine bear becomes available for you to watch drop everything else on your schedule and watch it Cocaine Bear yeah. is the most enjoyable movie I have seen in years. Good.
1: I can't wait. You know I told Jenna Jenna thought 2 days ago that I was trolling her when I was telling her about this story about Cocaine Bear. Yeah. She didn't believe me and I had to send her text her the trailer. I was like, "No, this is a real." She's like, "There's no way this is real." I said, "No, this Bro. is a real movie." Is it a true story? Well yeah but the, well no
5: cocaine did go into a forest that's a true story and a guy did die who was trying to deliver the cocaine from an airplane but that's really as far as it went they suspected maybe there was a bear involved but the bear would have likely died mm-hmm. very short shortly after right? not going on a murderous so, rampage like the movie not not going on a murderous rampage but i will say it is so enjoyable yeah? it okay, is good. the most enjoyable movie i've seen in like years okay. and you never I say that and it, it was and i never and i never say that it's the it's so funny that when a funny thing happens, and then you're in another part of the movie that's not funny. You start laughing again at the thing you just watched. Like, you're laughing at jokes twice.
1: Somebody just texted the Rosamoka yeah. text line and said, Cocaine Bear, available to rent already.
5: Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. Yo, I'm telling you. My afternoon, you.
1: my Roger's on demand, I'm paying that money. Bru- <laughs> 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 I'm paying that money for Cocaine Bear. <laughs>
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Podcast. Uh, Penn Badgley, I had no idea, actually auditioned for Breaking Bad. What? Yeah, listen to this.
7: I heard this story that you auditioned once for Breaking Bad. Yeah, actually, um, I mean, now that it's become a little bit of a, of a, of a, a topic of public interest, I'm like, I mean, I'm pretty so I went out for Breaking Bad. And in my memory, Aaron and I were testing against one another for the, for the role of Jesse, and, you know, that's great. Like, Aaron, wow. so he right? killed that role. It was like, it was obviously his. And we, that year, or the years prior, we'd been going out for things together. You like been out for the same roles? Yeah, like, we, we would, you know, when you're coming up in Hollywood, you test for yeah. things. You, you know what this is like. Like you. I test. never made it that far to test for things. <laughs> sure, well, yeah, well one, I day, I one day, one day, when things. you get yeah, you're there, like, you're gonna find... And you're like, yeah. get out of my face, loser. And I go, all right. <laughs> But yeah, but this was like, this was, it was the best script for television that I'd ever read. Really? And actually, after I didn't get it, I thought, all right, great, that's fine. But I think, I don't know, I don't know if I can do any more TV. Like, that was, that was the one. Really? You no, know? and now, I, seen- and I've been working for nearly 20 years since in television. Exactly, yeah.
5: Could you imagine Penn Badgley as Jesse Pinkman? No, you know what? I can't imagine anyone else as Jesse
1: Pinkman. I could imagine Penn Badgley as Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. And if things worked out that way, I could also imagine Jesse Pinkman playing the role of Joe in you. No, I can't that do character. either. Can't do I either. could see them swapping and I could really, see it working out. Huh? Yeah. See, I cannot yeah. at all. But no, Jesse no, 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 Pink, no, no, no. I mean, Aaron Paul just like killed it in that role that there's, yeah. there's no no replacement. But if it worked out where Penn Badgley got it, I could see him doing that role. Really, and huh? It's just
0: the Raws and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
5: Gwyneth Paltrow is at it again Um, anytime Gwyneth Paltrow does anything people go in on Gwyneth Paltrow I happen to find Gwyneth Paltrow to be completely endearing in all her weirdness Uh, but she was doing a podcast called the art of well-being and everybody started calling her an almond mom or like the ultimate almond mom almond moms is a term used for like women who push their disordered eating onto their children Mm. right so here is, like I, know. Mom. <laughs> I know, it's so, it's so <laughs> rude. Um, so this is Gwyneth Paltrow from The Art of Well Wellbeing, um, where she's being labeled as completely out of touch and insufferable. This is Gwyneth Paltrow sort of like going through her regular day of how she maintains everything that is Gwyneth Paltrow. What's your wellness routine look like now?
4: I eat dinner early in the evening. I do a nice intermittent fast. I usually eat something about, 12. Um, And in the morning, I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar, right? So I, I have coffee, but I really like soup for lunch. Um, I have bone broth for lunch a lot of the days. Try to do one hour of movement. So I'll either take a walk or I'll do Pilates or I'll do my Tracy Anderson. And then I get in the sauna. I dry brush and I get in the sauna. So I do my infrared sauna for 30 minutes. And then for dinner, I try to eat, you know, according to paleo. So lots of vegetables. It's really important for me to support my detox. Hmm.
1: Sounds great
2: to me. Yeah. And like then everything she, like, except for the sauna. Like bone broth's awesome.
1: I've had bone broth before. Coffee in the morning yeah. sounds normal.
2: Mm, sure vegetables. but
5: her whole her whole thing with and it's weird because gwyneth paltrow is still onto this onto the 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 detox thing because remember the last time was like her salad that she released oh a detox God, salad and people yeah. were like what are, that's just a regular salad man yeah like there's it was nothing like salmon in there. i think right it was like salmon yeah but like every health professional in the world they every single one of them have, have all said that a, a detox diet is both irrational and unscientific mm-hmm. right but yet here she is still on it this is the one though that is lighting people up so gwyneth paltrow sitting on this show the art of well-being Mm -hmm. okay gwyneth paltrow is doing this interview while sitting there with an IV in her arm. Listen to this.
9: What?
7: As we're recording this right now, you have a little IV. So, <laughs> which is so on brand for both of us. <laughs> we pod an IV at the same time. You I'm really embarrassing <laughs> myself right here. <laughs> People want to ask about IVs.
4: I love an IV. I'm an early IV adopter. Glutathione, I I love to have in oh. an, an IV. Kind of a random more fringy one, phosphatidylcholine, that's my favorite IV when I can find them. They're quite hard to find. Yeah. And those make me feel so good but this today just because i was flying i have just a bag of good old-fashioned vitamins oh
2: my god okay. so Did
4: then,
5: she then everybody the every, herself so then everybody started saying that gwyneth paltrow is too rich to swallow vitamins
1: what is she talking about what is yeah, this nonsense no,
5: i don't know and no maury i i'm sure that she has somebody there who administers the the iv for her um, other people saying, you know, what is she detoxing from? She doesn't eat. Um, people commenting on her looks a lot, but again, like I, I, do, I find Gwyneth Paltrow to be completely endearing, and and it is the, the most know, Gwyneth guys. Paltrow thing to sit on yeah, a show talking the about most. wellness while you're getting an IV.
1: It <laughs> like, is the most Gwyneth Paltrow on. thing, but the IV thing, I, I don't know. I would, I'll never understand. I'll say that
2: Matthew's done vitamin IV thing. Before, yeah. like a couple of times or whatever, he says he feels absolutely amazing after. So
5: Sure, sure, yeah. sure. But also, you can just take vitamins. Uh, right? I, I mean, I know you're not mainlining them, <laughs> right, but I don't
9: know.
1: I don't oh, know. Oh, shout out to glutathione. <laughs> uh,
5: right? <laughs> what are those things that they, they found in Jedi's? What are they, midichlorians?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's up, what I want. I need to up my midichlorian and think. <laughs> I get that
0: in drip form? <laughs>
5: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, A lot of Drake fans real pissed off. So Drake tickets went on sale, right? Uh And it was a Cash App presale, which is like a whole other thing. It was like a general pre-sale before the general presale happened, but fans were promised tickets starting at $69.50. And so they had to get this Cash App card, which is essentially a debit card connected to their Cash App balance. And as soon as they got the card, those sixty-nine dollar tickets were suddenly four hundred and five hundred dollar tickets.
1: Bro, oh. right? So the tickets for Toronto, or sorry, for Vancouver and Montreal haven't gone on; sale. they're going on sale today. So it'll be yes. interesting to see what happens. So yesterday uh, do you know who the cure are
5: mocha like 80s sort of i've heard of whatever band right i couldn't tell you a song
1: but i've heard this so yeah so so
5: so they're touring and they had their fans up in arms yesterday as well but for a different reason so dynamic pricing is the thing that everybody goes in on Ticketmaster for which is a supply and demand Mm -hmm. that's when you start seeing four and five thousand dollar tickets in like those platinum packages right yeah And so what he said, the guy named Robert Smith from The Cure said yesterday, was he wanted to make it clear to fans. And that is when you see dynamic pricing on Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster cannot independently attach dynamic pricing. The artist has to agree. So it's not Ticketmaster doing it. It's the artist doing it. Oh, I believe it. So they went and said, okay, we're not going to do dynamic pricing and we're going to keep ticket sales super low. So they started selling $20 tickets for their show.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Okay.
5: And then a fan posted after going on Ticketmaster to buy $20 tickets, they bought four tickets. $80 $80 for four tickets to a concert. Great. And attached to that was a $46 service fee, a $40 facility fee, and a $5.50 um, processing fee. So the tickets were $80, and they paid ninety-one fifty in service charges. Oh, that ain't right, man. No, that's not fair.
1: In the day and age we live in, you should be able to go online, buy your online tickets, and just yes. pay the price that you see listed online. Yes. Going so back even, to um, to this Drake, it's all a blur tour, right? So I'm looking at tickets that are on sale right now for the New Orleans show, all right? Yeah, yeah. Home of Lil Wayne. You would assume Lil Wayne's going to show up to that that concert, right? Yeah. Uh, nosebleeds, guys. Section 314, 11th row in, right? Mm-hmm. $400. Yeah. Those are nosebleeds. Yes, yeah.
2: $400.
5: yeah. Yeah, the, that's what they were saying, that the worst tickets that these people could find on the pre-sale, the worst tickets they could find were 500 That's pretty bucks. much what yeah. we'd
2: spent for Madonna tickets. Yeah, but... But are you in the nosebleeds? Like, we're in, like, the top of the second section. So not
1: nosebleeds. Yeah. Like, so not
2: first nosebleeds. row in the nosebleeds
1: is yeah. $500. And this is yeah. before all of those service fees that you had just mentioned for that other concert, right? Yes. That's $500 before all of that, before taxes. Like it's crazy.
0: The Roz and Mocha show podcast.
1: Podcast.
5: Uh, Ryan Reynolds just came out a huge winner yesterday. So he was part owner of Mint Mobile, and Mm -hmm. Mint Mobile was sold to T-Mobile for $1.35 billion. Ryan Ryan Reynolds' stake in that is roughly $300 million. (laughs) A lot of people say they made the sale because of the rumors that uh, Ryan has partnered with uh, Toronto developers, the Remington Group, to purchase the Ottawa Senators. So this may be step one in that master plan uh i know dude but he will remain on as their uh creative director although they uh sold the company so there's that listen make that money bro bro right anything to uh, make that
0: money the roz and mocha show podcast podcast
5: record numbers of gen z couples are moving in together, but are they doing it for love or are they doing it for money? Oh, money, money. <laughs> so more than eleven percent of uh, people aged eighteen to twenty-four lived with a romantic partner who is not a spouse last year. That is about three point two million people in the United States, roughly six hundred and fifty thousand more people than before the pandemic. And the survey found that yes, money was the main factor behind the decision to move in together for eighty percent. Of Gen Z's, about one in four of the total respondents said living with a partner allowed them to save more and it was only because of the money.
1: Yeah, of course. Is Ooh. that ever the right decision, though? No, but guess what? The rent is just too damn high.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: guy that it's said a few years ago, he knew it. He knew it back then. It was high back then. That's
5: true. No, you're right. That you're quote right. The, still
1: resonates right now.
5: You're, you're, the rent is words, just too huh?
1: damn high.
2: It's only and, a matter of time guy, before we all live together, guys.
5: And that guy became a meme, too. You know what I mean? But, yes. like, you're right. Truer, truer words. More, you're married.
2: I know, but for the money, right?
5: I'm not moving in with you and your husband. Nor and Sham you and, and Mocha. We're, no. Well, what about all of our families? Yeah, what about my family?
2: Big house. Wow.
1: Man, you can't afford... I'm sorry. You can't
5: afford to live with me. You couldn't afford to live with me.
2: I would bleed you dry.
5: <laughs>
2: There's nothing left.
5: <laughs> yeah. I would bleed you dry if you lived with me. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Niall Horan. So apparently Niall Horan is a beauty influencer now. What? So, yeah, exactly. Well, he's got
2: good skin. He's he not singing anymore? He has great skin. Oh, he, no, he is. Yeah, he just came he out is. with a new album. He is
1: yeah so you know this is like a side piece No, what okay. is that called side hustle hustle <laughs> yep <Very different>. sorry. <laughs>
5: don't put it out there the headline means Niall Horn got a side
1: piece who is she
5: <laughs> sorry that's what I get I'm confused do you know what I mean uh so he did something with Vogue where they do their sort of like a beauty tip series and mm. they were like hey Niall come on in and lay it out for us like what is your sort of beauty routine Niall Horn? and so he sits down with Vogue and he lays out his daily beauty routine and it's 22 steps what? we'll play a little i'll play a little bit of this for you
2: when you need to bail out you can bail out okay i watched the whole nine minute video
3: oh it's Nile horn here and i'm gonna take you through my daily skin routine if i had all the time in the world you're about to see what i would do over the years as i've grown up obviously i went through a lot of breakouts through work through being on planes all the time wearing makeup a lot and taking it off every day And so it's important to to keep clean, hydrated, and uh, go through a routine. And as I head into my thirties, I'm trying to keep the baby face for as long as possible. Firstly, always set the tone, have a candle of some sort with me. I love, <laughs> set the candles. First step is mousse into the room with the tips Moose. of my fingers. And then we're ready to blow dry. Now it's time for skin. Don't know if it's a myth, don't know if it works, but I've been doing a cold water splash. I heard Lewis Hamilton saying it one time, and Sam Smith. So I thought, well, they look young and fresh, so I'm gonna do that too. Cleansing. This is the Sarah Chapman Ultimate Cleanse. I've been using this for a while. This is my exfoliator. Can you use this maybe twice, three times a week? Next step, steamer. Really important. I try to do this as often as I can. It opens up down pores. And I never wear a robe while I do this, but I just thought it'd be weird if I was stood here naked. Next
1: step,
5: eye
3: masks. Okay, we, bro. We always Okay, okay. No, no, the best part's
5: coming up. up. Okay, 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 okay. Biggest, 22 steps.
1: 22? Ain't nobody got time for that?
5: 22 oh, steps. The rent this is just thing. too damn high. Bro, the rent. Yeah.
2: Uh, you're missing <laughs> this the part where guy- he rolls silver balls all over his face.
5: <laughs> I, oh, this good. is a guy i know this is a guy who's definitely hooked up with somebody for the money right yeah nobody 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 who works hard has time to do 22 steps by the way routine.
2: the exfoliator that he uses 114 dollars
5: jesus did they put a whole total together for like if you did everything that niall horan does they for didn't they routine, should what that would they should i need to yeah. know that because it doesn't handle
1: the, the exfoliators the, the, steamer, candles. the steamer the, steamer, the, the steamer, silver steamer. balls have you ever thought, while well, you're getting ready, God no. I don't light that candle. No. No. Never. No. And like no. listen, we light candles at home and stuff, right? Sure. Just around. You, but I'm not you it's even with not, the dogs? Yeah. It's not part yeah. of my daily routine. No. Right? Like before I get ready for work, the first thing I do is not light a candle. He turns on a
2: whole steamer like he's blowing steam onto his face.
5: bro. 22 steps. 22
0: steps. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
2: Uh,
5: Shazam! Fury of the Gods hits theaters on Friday. Zachary Levi on with Jimmy Fallon last night talking about, and I had never heard this story before. It's actually quite beautiful, uh, how he wound up in the Shazam suit.
9: Uh, I, I read somewhere that you auditioned for Shazam or for a different role. So, uh, look, a couple months before I got the job, I was offered an audition for the role of Shazam, but I knew enough about the character of Shazam, Captain Marvel, that he had, like, an evil twin named Black Adam, and Black Adam was being played by The Rock, and I was like, well, wait, so they're supposed to be twins? Like, there's no way I'm getting this
6: job. Just say, no, I'm (laughs) not getting this totally.
9: And also, unbeknownst to me, I was in kind of a dark place in my life at that point, and Then, fast forward about a month and a half later, and I'm in this super intensive, life-saving therapy, and I learn how to love myself, really, for the first time in my life, and I have this whole breakthrough. And then, thank you. Thank you. By the way, go love yourself. If if you learn nothing else today, go love yourself, go love yourself, go love yourself, okay? okay? So... So even though I told my agents, I was like, hey, I'm going to be off grid for a little while. And they're like, yeah, yeah, totally. Well, two and a half weeks in. They're like, so listen, um, there's, there's an audition. It's for a whole other role. It's a supporting role. If you want to do it, cool. If not, that's fine, too. We understand you're doing some healing. I was like, cool. I just had this breakthrough. I'm like, I'll go. Whatever. I feel good about myself. I'll go and do. I did one take. I sent it in. And then in the course of basically one week, I ended up going from auditioning for this whole other role to them saying, hey, we think you're our Shazam. They flew me to L.A. I had done all my therapy that I needed to do. I go to L.A. I audition. And within one week, I was Shazam. And it was all. Yeah, it was super crazy, man. Good for you, bud. Yeah.
1: Wow. Zachary Levi. I can't believe he'd never told that story before. Yeah, yeah beautiful really it really too. really is uh the new shazam yeah. movie out tomorrow
0: the Roz and mocha show podcast. podcast
1: so what's gonna happen to bet that's the
5: big question so potential buyers as it is right now byron allen tyler perry mm-hmm. and diddy is the latest diddy said it's time for bet to be black owned again so we have the power to tell our own stories control our own narrative he goes on to say, "This is not about me; it's about we."
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, <laughs> I, I like always that. thought that um, the Tyler Perry was going to be the one to take over BET. <laughs> So, yeah,
5: and it's a it's a whole thing because Paramount will still have some sort of control behind it, and it's not just BET. It's BET, uh, BET Plus, the streaming service, and VH1, right? Mm. So Diddy right now is in the process of building a team of leaders, he says, in the culture um, to pursue ownership of BET. Uh, and although he is exploring opportunities, an insider told The Hollywood Reporter that his deal is still, quote, a long way from the negotiating table. Now, mm. what makes Tyler Perry interesting is that Tyler Perry already has a massive deal in place with Paramount uh, for more than five years, which is coming up for renewal. But so much of his stuff already runs on the platform. Yeah. And if Paramount still has stake in it, they know that Tyler Perry can produce insane amounts of content
1: very quickly under budget. It just makes sense. Right. right? To me, Tyler Perry makes sense. Yeah, totally. totally. And he's going to do great things things with that network. Do you do you still watch BET? You guys,
2: I watch it a lot. Matthew loves BET. Really, huh? Yeah, he watches all like every time they go to commercials, it's all Tyler Perry promos. Yeah, yeah, for all of his shows. What does he watch on on BET? Oh, there's like a bunch of these Tyler Perry shows that he like just dies laughing at watching. Hmm.
5: What uh, what does BET need, Shem? Um,
6: I think BET needs to sort of stay away from some of the reality shows. They've got some great dramas that are absolutely fantastic, somewhat also very hilarious. Uh, But also BET does something better than I think other uh, networks do, is that they they put on award shows better than anybody else, especially music-related ones. Hmm, The BET Awards and the BET Hip Hop Awards are some
5: of the best award shows, period. Really? Honestly, they're great. Interesting. Right. There you go.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
5: Justin Bieber posted a video of himself. There was no he wasn't talking in it or anything like that. Um, but he it was just like a close up of his face, and all it read was wait for it, because you know he was getting over Ramsey Hunt syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a shot of his face where he's moving both his eyes back and forth, he's blinking oh, wow. he's blinking both his eyes, and then at the very end of it he smiles and both sides of his mouth work. Oh, so, so it good. looks like he is is what would, you would think would be fully recovered from yeah, yeah. that, at least oh, the facial good. paralysis part of it.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
5: Um, I cannot wait for this Blackberry movie. It so, looks so good. It's the story of the sort of rise and fall of Blackberry, and the director, Matt Johnson, says, this is how he describes it. Remember that phone that everyone used before iPhone? Mm-hmm. This is how they got started and how they got destroyed. Oh, no. Um, because it was two things one it was the iphone came out right yeah. and then also it, blackberry itself internally was a disaster and jay baruchel is one of the stars of this movie along with uh, carrie always and uh, it looks insane so here's a little bit of blackberry what can i do for you
6: okay picture a cell phone and an email machine all in one thing
2: There is a free wireless internet signal all across North America and nobody has figured out how to use it. It's like the force. (laughs) Yes.
6: Sorry, have you seen Star Wars?
2: No. That guy is sketchy. I don't think he's sketchy.
7: The guy's a shark. I know how to market it and I know who we can sell it to, but I want 50% of the company and I've got to be CEO. I don't
6: know who you think you are,
7: but deal.
8: Are you joking?
1: We are in a That's race great. to get this thing to market and we are a year behind. I need a prototype. I'll do it perfectly or I, I don't do it. Mike, are you familiar with the saying, perfect is the
7: enemy of good? Well, good enough is the enemy of humanity.
0: <laughs> what do you call it? It's called a blackberry.
7: Huh. Hmm. Try typing with your thumbs. Get this baby in the hands of every Fortune
6: 500 executive you can find. We call them crackberries. If we put more phones on these networks, they're going to crash. Is this legal?
0: You need to sell a million
8: Blackberries. Uh, You guys have no idea how to run a company. What's happening, man? I
4: created this entire market.
2: Said they were the best engineers in the world. I said they're the best engineers in Canada.
5: Oh, Oh, come on. That looks great. But my God, uh, Carrie always is uh, Jim Ball Silly, and Jim Ball Silly in this movie comes off like such a Douche. Really? Like, oh my God, it's awesome. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Cannot so wait that for is, that. Uh, that's Blackberry.
0: Thanks for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss925. Kiss925.com or download the Kiss925 app.